Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Um, we're about to play Shock Shock. So Shane was just on there before the break. He got five out of ten. If our next caller can beat that, happy days. Just remember, every question in this quiz that the caller gets wrong, Saoirse gets electrocuted. And on top of that, the voltage increases with every question that we move through. I'm not okay with this. I'm absolutely not okay with this. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, playing next. Ashling, how are things? Not too bad. How are you getting on? Ashling, you're really intelligent, aren't you? Sure. (laughs) Those questions were hard. They they were my questions now, so hopefully his are a little bit easier. Fingers crossed for you. (laughs) Um, Ashling, what do you do for a living? I work in finance. Oh, finance She is smart then. Genius. (laughs) Absolute genius. Now, you see, you don't want a Justie voucher. She you, doesn't. Uh, no, she does. Do no, she do, she actually doesn't, though. She'd rather just give you. Me... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's my turn. Oh, hang on a second. Ashley, you do want a Justie no, voucher. No, you Sorry, don't, Ashley. You're trying to be good. You've had too much during lockdown. We're well, coming I into the summer. I was going to say that. <laughs> We're coming into the summer now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so nervous I can't even think straight right okay okay please you do want this voucher I will literally give you all of my savings on top of that and uh, uh, okay th- uh, what else I have a thing of Reese's Cups here I'll send them out to you <laughs> okay our finance genius Ashling is on you need to get more than five oh, questions but we'll get, take you through the whole ten anyway Fecklin from BWC insists okay. that we do all ten and remember the voltage increases with every single question so just be warned and over to Sir Shearer well yeah, over to you. Take it away for question one. I have my screen blanket. Lovely. Okay. Are we ready, Ashling? Yeah. Fire through these now. <clears throat> okay. Bono and The Edge are teaming up with which DJ to produce a Euro 2020 song? David Guetta, Calvin Harris, or Martin Garrix? Oh, Jesus. Um, is it David Guetta, Calvin Harris, or Martin Garrix? Um, Calvin Harris? Are you a football fan? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, it's not the right answer. I know. How do you know? <laughs> it's not the right answer. <laughs> it's not the right answer. That was only a little one. That, that was, was only one. one. Um, it's Martin Garrix. It's Martin it? Garrix, yeah. correct and right. Yeah. I never would have got that. Yeah, I, that would have been my. I last. did look it up during okay. the during the. Oh, break. did you? Yeah, yeah. All right. Question two. Okay, here we go. What is the name of the Game of Thrones prequel set? What? Prequel. What is the name of the Game of Thrones prequel set to be released in 2022? A a Song of Fire and Ice, B, House of the Dragon, or C, A Storm of Swords? Um, so I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, Thrones, Ashling, so. oh no. <laughs> no, Ashling. No, no. Um, oh, this God. is a pure guess. Okay. Um, a. That's what I would have gone for, and I don't, I've also not seen it. Uh, Ashling, why are you saying A? I think fire and ice just sounds like something that it might be related to. I don't know. I think so too. Right. Is she correct and right? Is the prequel coming out in 2022 called A Song of Fire and Ice that was the name of the original book series from your man who wrote them? Oh. But that's the wrong answer! Oh, thank God. (laughs) No, it's the wrong answer. What was it? Oh. Thankfully, that wasn't too bad either. It was was uh, The House of the Dragon. Oh, well. There you go. <laughs> right, okay. Look, these are the easy ones. Up to three, it's bearable. After three, okay. it's not bearable. Okay. No, it's vibrating, sorry. Okay. Do you hear that? Fi- like, literally. Yeah, we hear the vibration. <laughs> Can you please stop now? Okay. okay. Question three. <clears throat> Which former love-hate star 
is set to feature in Disney's new Secret Invasion series? Is it A, Killian Scott, B, Aidan Gillen, or C, Avian McGinnity? Oh, God. Um, I have no idea either. Dear God. Killian Scott? Probably not, though. Are you locking that in? Uh, I can't even yet. I can't even bribe her because I don't know the answer <laughs> um, I, wor- I go on yeah go for it although I don't think it is but go on go for it get it over <laughs> stop turning it open it's only a three up, though turning it up onto three oh, is that the correct answer is it Killian Scott yes it is oh oh, <laughs> oh well done well done Ashley I wouldn't have said that. Off no, I would I, Yeah, I thought that was completely wrong. Okay, <laughs> fair play, fair play. Okay, number four. What is the official capacity of Croke Park? Is it A, 82,300, B, 81,200, or C, 84,000? I think it's A, 82,300. Oh, she seems certain enough. Actually, you're a fan of the GA? Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's good. That's great news. But okay, so we're probably they're very close numbers. <laughs> they're very close numbers. They are close numbers, but you you seemed to know pretty quickly that it, it was more than likely a. I wouldn't have a breeze. Let me just turn the voltage up here now. Number four. Okay, come on. Level four. Yeah, but it's right, isn't it? Is it eighty-two thousand three hundred? Yes, it is. It is. It oh, is, thank is. God! Oh, Ashling, this is fantastic. Okay, if we keep going like this. Happy days. You will definitely get that voucher because you definitely want it. Okay. Five. Who won the Portuguese Grand Prix on Sunday? Was it A. Max versus Patton? B. L- Lewis Hamilton? Or C. Charles Le- 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 Rick? Leclerc, I think. I don't, I don't follow the I have no idea. Grand Prix either. So Charles mm. Leclerc, but doesn't maybe. doesn't Lewis win everything? I hate, but it would have been all over... Twitter and everything out of one, and um, so I don't think it's him. Oh. Um, what's the other two names? Max versus Patton, or Charles the Wreck. Mm-hmm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'll go at A. Okay, Max. Oh, he didn't give me a good look there. Is that wrong? <laughs> five. Is she getting level <laughs> five into the neck? Did Max Verspatten win the Grand Prix in Portugal on Sunday? No. <laughs> he didn't! <laughs> <laughs> it was Lewis Hamilton, yeah? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I didn't hear anything about him winning anything. But <laughs> he just slapped it out of the way. You're like, oh, ah, whatever. Whatever. Okay, Ashley, you'll definitely get this one. Okay. Okay. Is Dublin an affordable place to live? Oh. A. <laughs> A is ha. Uh, B is <laughs> And C is <laughs> <laughs> 
it's C, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, C is correct and right, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, yeah. is Dublin an affordable place to live? Boom, boom, yay! Lads, lads, lads. Right, okay, but now after the joke, when we're moving up to the serious oh, end of the scale, great. level seven could be going into Saoirse's neck now, so okay. here we go. Who was the last act to play in the three arena before lockdown? Was it A, Halsey, B, Alicia Keys, or C, Niall Horan? Now, I think I know what this... I know, but I just think I do. I'm not sure. I think I think I do. I'm thinking. Alicia Keys. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd go with Alicia Keys, but no. I don't know. A, B, or C. No talking, Saoirse. Okay. Okay, we'll go C. Night horn. Run! <laughs> it was Halsey oh, Is that what you would have said Saoirse? Yeah. The yeah. only reason that I know Well I don't actually know for sure Is because I think someone was on before They, they were they yeah went. That was the last gig And oh, I checked yeah. Alicia Keys was meant to play I think a week or two later And I had it cancelled uh-huh. We're moving up to eight. Oh my god Okay Here we go Right Dear god Which one of these people Were not awarded the freedom of the city in Dublin was it A, John Giles, B, Michelle Obama, or C, Bernard Dunn? Oh, God. Um, Bernard Dunn? I actually have no idea. Not awarded Freedom of the City. A, B, C. Oh, Bernard, go- Dun- Bernard Dunn's a boxer, actually. Hang on. Um, I couldn't remember who he was. Um, is it John Giles, Michelle Obama, or... Bernard Dunn. Bernard Which one Dunn? does not have the Freedom of the City? Maybe Michelle Obama? I would have probably said that too, but I don't know. Okay. Is Michelle Obama. Oh, God. You should be really docked points for not spelling Michelle right. Have I not spelled it right? No. Listen, it just doesn't matter. Ashley doesn't need to read the answers. She just needs to listen. Um, uh, So, John Giles has freedom of the city. So, which one doesn't? Michelle Obama or Bernard Dunn? You said Michelle Obama... The correct answer was unfortunately Bernard Dunn. (laughs) 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 And that's only level eight. We've two more to go now. We're increasing the voltage. Two more questions. Ow. Ow. Yeah, Bernard Dunn is, yeah, the Olympian boxer. But John Giles was awarded back in the day and when uh, Barack and Michelle were here. Remember, I they had their little... That, yeah. that, like an honorary one, yeah. Anyway. She's, she's on the list. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm still alive. Okay, here we go. Number nine. How many original episodes of Friends were there? A, 210, B, 236, or C, 248? I think it's 210. I think was there 10 series yeah 10 series and 21 episodes of series I think so I think it was 210 I think I would have said that too it's less than people think I don't think it was 248 so yeah I'm going to go with A 210 I would also go with A okay let me make sure that the voltage no 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 I'm making sure the voltage is set correctly. <laughs> and number nine. I'm going to get sick of this as well. You want to say 210? Yeah. God. Correct answer was B, 236. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 226 236 episodes what? yeah what okay oh my god I'm not well last question let's last bump question. it up to 10 she Ooh. is sweating literally oh I could die she could die uh, TikTok was originally launched in China under the name Do Doin 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 but when was it released outside of China as TikTok 
official. Sorry, officially. Officially, sorry. Was it A, 2017, B, 2018, or C, 2019? You're a horrible person. <laughs> Why am I a horrible okay. person? You're a horrible person. Ever social media is going to be huge, boys. TikTok, where it's at. Oh, I feel so <laughs> ill. Ashing, are you on TikTok yourself? Um, yeah, like I just watch videos and I post. You're a creeper. I can't imagine <laughs> a finance job would like you dancing in front of the office and woo! I should Okay. Now, before you um, answer, just remember that this is the last question. The voltage is set to the highest. Yeah. It's incredibly painful if you do get this wrong. But the question again, TikTok released outside of China officially for the first time. What year? 2017, 2018, 2019? I'm going to go down the middle and say 2018. What would you have said, Sergio? I'd probably say the same. I have no idea. Because I know it was going to mainstream 2019, but it could have been released early in 2018. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Final answer. Uh, Twenty eighteen. You want to go with that? Um. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Gonna go with twenty nineteen instead. I'm putting a whole blanket over my head. You want? Ch- <laughs> you want to change and go to twenty nineteen? I don't know. <laughs> oh God! I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Maybe we're so nervous for you. I I have a blanket over my head and I'm just going to have to just. Green and bear. Yeah. I think maybe lock in number two. Okay, go with 2018 then. Oh, God. At least then I'll know it's my own. I've gotten your seal of approval, yeah. Are you sure now? We're locking in 2018. I'm actually going to vomit. I swear to God, I'm going to vomit. Well, Ashling, the correct answer. TikTok was officially launched outside of China the first time in 2017. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Is she okay? I'm actually crying. It was originally launched in 2016 in China and uh, in 2017 was released to the world. Okay. Well, learn something new. There you go. You didn't, you know, you took something away from that. There you go. Oh, my God. You can take that off now. My heart. (laughs) Oh. Honestly, that's actually, like, dangerous. Listen, Ashling, I feel really bad for putting you through this emotional roller coaster. Uh, we have got one demotivational beer mat we can give you. So if you send on your details, we will post that out to you tomorrow. But unfortunately, you have not won the 20 euro just eat voucher this evening you go actually oh, okay. impressively got um, one of the worst scores ever you got seven wrong which means she got seven in the neck and a new high voltage of 10 in there which is pretty painful so you've set a new record in that way uh, Ashing. so thanks a well, million at least it's one thing <laughs> there you go we'll take the positive summer horrible person I had a great time Listen. We both got ten tonight, but my neck is tiny compared to yours. That's what she said. Uh, listen, Ashling, thanks a million for popping on, all right? Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Have a good bye, night. Ashley, Take thanks. it easy. Bye, 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 bye. You okay? No, I actually have like a splitting headache after that. Deep like, That's definitely not good for me. No, no, it's definitely not. Definitely not. So uh, we'll take a quick break. Still to come on the show next, by the way, a gentleman who has fathered 77 children willfully, not through an agency. He has personally fathered 77 kids. Apparently there's a few more on the way. Ari Nagel is his name. He'll be on the way shortly. Daniel Bloom now out of time. Def 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Daniel Bloom, out of time. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want to. And how are you doing, Saoirse? Okay? Like, I hate you. I had a little cry in the bathroom, I'm not going to lie. If you just tuned in, sorry, we just did a shock jocks there. Um, and Ashing was on, who performed... She, she didn't do great. She got she seven terrible. questions wrong. Ashling, you're a lovely person, but you did terrible. <laughs> uh, anyway, every question that Ashling got wrong, Saoirse got electrocuted with the shock collar and... Uh, the voltage increases with each question and you got an 8, 9 and 10. You did, yeah. You got 8, 9 and 10 in the neck. That's, wow. Yeah. Very strong and they're very painful. But congratulations to Shane. You have won that 20 euro Just Eat voucher. We'll do it again next Wednesday if you would like to get involved. Shock Chocks in your details. 0876797104. We'll add you to the list and you could be uh, joining us playing next week and trying to electrocute the both of us. Bit of crack, but painful. But you're all right now, though. Horrendous. Honestly, it's horrific. <laughs> I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Ah, uh, Except me.
Yeah, barring you. Every week, except me. Right, that's next week. On the way next, though, one man has got 77 children. He has given, I can say he hasn't given birth, but he has fathered 77 children, not through a sperm bank, by the way, not through any official channels like that. He has met up with women who want to get pregnant and maybe they're single, maybe they're in lesbian relationships and he has fathered 77 kids. Many of them are still in his life and treat him as his dad and it's a crazy, crazy story. Avi, sorry, Avi Nagel is his name. He's going to be on the way next explaining what it's like to have fathered 77 children and be known the worldwide or the world around as the Sperminator. He's on the way next. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104. Now, you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, but trust me, we are going to be speaking now to a man who has fathered 77 children by latest accounts. He provides a service to certain women and has been doing so over the last number of years to help them conceive and, and have children. He is not an official sperm donation clinic. He just does this out of the kindness of his own heart. His name is Ari Nagel, and he joins us now on the show. Ari, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. If I could correct your latest count, I'm at 84 children now. What? Oh, come on, Like There's a big difference when you say <laughs> 77, 84. Okay, Ari, just rewind. Can I just ask one question? Why? Well, you could ask that of any parents, and why do they have children? So I think in many ways, the reasons are the same, but you know, it's been very rewarding uh, being able to help so much uh, spread so much love and joy to so many different families. Uh, you know, if you could uh, be in uh, New York this weekend, I got a birthday party on Saturday that I'm very excited about for my daughter, Callie, who's turning three and uh, she'll have a whole bunch of brothers and sisters there and it's going to be a wonderful celebration and I'm going to be bringing a whole bunch of people together, but it's not just the mom that I made very, very happy or this daughter who's going to be very, very happy on her birthday, uh, but there's going to be uncles and aunts and grandparents uh, that are going to be there as well and they're all coming together to celebrate and knowing that I was able to help play a role and uh, helping her achieve, you know, her life's purpose. And of course, uh, I'm also going to have a great time at the party. So 84, can you take us back to how this all started? Like what, what was the first child or the first thing that, that, that happened? Well, I have a 17 year old and then all of my other children are 12 and under. So the 17-year-old was just conceived. Uh, I went to a club and I hooked up with a chick and it was an accident in many ways. I knew her just a few weeks. But then all of the other children, uh, 12 and under, were in some form or another a donation, either to a lesbian couple or to single women that were in their 40s and weren't meeting Mr. Right, or sometimes heterosexual couples. I have had a birthday April 30th with a trans couple. So it's all different types of families that I was able to help grow. How did it start? You know, a lot of the families have reached out to me now from different media appearances. But initially, I was having around two or three children a year. Sometimes they were posting ads online looking for people to help them grow their family. Or Now they just read an article or they Google Sperminator and they find me. Okay, I'm just wondering, uh, are any of these children conceived through just hooking up with the, the moms and just, you know, going about it in a planned way? Yes. Sometimes I have the children conceived the old fashioned way. The truth is, is that I had a son turn one last month and that was the last child that I conceived the old fashioned way. So it's more the exception rather than the rule, because we're talking about around 20 months ago was the last time that I conceived the child the old fashioned way. The vast majority of the time, the children are conceived just with a cup. So I put the sperm in the cup, the woman puts the sperm inside. So I have 15 women pregnant right now. Only three of them were conceived with a fertility clinic. Uh, the other dozen were all conceived just on our own, giving them sperm in a cup, and then they put it inside on their own. So you'll have close to, could have close to 100 by the end of the year. Your math is a little off. Uh, at 84 plus 15 uh, women pregnant. So I'm close to 100. That's true. But actually, uh, I have two women that are expecting twins. There's a woman in Hungary that's expecting twins and a woman in Connecticut that's expecting twins. So if they all carry the term, then by January 1st of 2022, I'll have 101. And do you want all the children to have grown up together and to know each other and to be completely involved in all their lives? You know, uh, of course, that's, I think, what every parent wants. They want their children to bond and get together and enjoy each other's company. I know I have a very close relationship with my four brothers and two sisters, but realistically, uh, that's not going to happen. We have children spread out all across the United States. I mean, if I just look at the women that I currently have pregnant, aside from this woman in Humphrey, even just in the United States, they're New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Maryland. I have a woman pregnant in Alabama, Tennessee, Texas, in Florida, these states are just all across the eastern seaboard of the United States. There's 
just not realistic that they'll all get together. Although this birthday party that I have on Saturday, that mom is from Florida. She's flying into New York to have the birthday party here because she wants a lot of the brothers and sisters uh, to be able to attend. Uh, she does have some siblings that are nearby around two hours away in Orlando. And those kids get together quite often because they're both close in age. Uh, but she wants uh, to have their, her daughter, who's an only child, because when she reached out to me, she was a little older. So the opportunity for maybe additional siblings isn't always there. So she doesn't want her child to be an only child. So she's very happy that the kid will be able to bond with their brothers and sisters. But of course, it's up to the families uh, what they want, not really the one making the parenting decisions. The moms make all the parenting decisions. So some of them feel very, very close to the other moms and they chat with each other and get together sometimes daily. And then there's other families that just keep to themselves and then don't really want to have anything to do with the other kids or moms. So oh, there is a Facebook group with over 60 of the moms that joined and then they share pictures and uh, they try and get together for Zoom meetings uh, since COVID and things of that nature. A lot of people who will get involved with obviously donating their sperm would never see themselves as a parent or being involved. And probably I don't even think they can be. But do you, do you see yourself as a parent or as a sperm donor? It, it ultimately, in the end, it's really up to the families that are asking me for help. So some of them want me to play a role. So there's some kids that I've never met. And then there's some kids that I see every single day. Uh, right now, in the next room, I have three kids that are homeschooling and that I'm spending quality time with that I see all the time. And then there's other kids that uh, that I've never met. Sometimes they share pictures. So the level varies. Ultimately, in the end, it's really how they see me. So if they look at me as a donor, then that's the relationship that I have. And then if they look to me as family, as many of them often do, then I am playing a kind of a father role. The vast majority of my children I have met and the vast majority of my children do call me dad. And obviously, obviously, having kids is very expensive. Is that an issue? Yes, certainly. Uh, kids are expensive. But I think in the end, ultimately, kids need a lot of love, even if they are buying sneakers from Walmart or whatever, the pay less shoe stores, and they're not wearing the latest Nikes. I think, uh, you know, if they have a lot of love and attention, I think that's more important. You know, I see so many of my families and some of the moms are a little more well off and some of them struggle financially. But in the end, I think that the lucky children are the ones that are just receiving all this love and attention. And I think that's more important. Uh, of course, financially, I know I struggle. Uh, some of the moms went back on their word and sued for child support, even though that wasn't the arrangement, especially since I was really a donor and trying to help them. But the vast majority of the moms were honest. Uh, I know I have this birthday party on Saturday to go back to it. There's nothing I'd like more than to just be able to say, you know what, let me cover the expenses for the birthday party. But she knows that I struggle financially, but the mom's doing okay. And uh, she'll be able to support the child. Of course, she's really only supporting one child. So uh, I'm not doing much of the supporting. The moms do most of the heavy lifting. For your services, for want of a better word, do you charge? Like, do you, someone comes to you and says, we'd like your sperm for a baby. Do you, do you have a fee? Do you charge? Do you ask for a financial donation or contribution? Nope, I never charge anything to any of the women, although sometimes there are some travel expenses. This woman that's pregnant in Hungary, I had to fly to Hungary and go to the clinic, but uh, I, I don't think it was a lot. Maybe it was one or $200 because I was already helping a woman in the Czech Republic and Slovak Republic, and it was really just like a bus ticket. So it, it was very, very minimal, but uh, sometimes they do reimburse some of my travel costs. And have you any idea whether you're going to slow down and maybe give up being the sperminator or are you going to continue on for as long as you can? Yes. No, I'm definitely not going to continue on as long as I can. I mean, men can have children until they're senior citizens, you know, but whether that's healthy or wise is a different story. I think there's increased risks uh, depending on the age of the male. I think studies have been done for the women more extensively than they have for the man. But sometimes there's a link for autism to the age of the male and they see a little correlation. Uh, but I'm 45 now, so I don't think I'm going to be doing this in my 50s. I look at my dad and he had my baby sister when he was 46. So, but, you know, that's a year away. And of course, I hit 100 already by the end of the year if all goes well. So it's not a terrible time to stop, but I'm not sure. But uh, certainly I'm not going to be doing this in my 50s. Is this, is it a world record, do you know, of having the most amount of children? I'm sure it's not. Uh, you know, there's sheiks and sultans and Mormons and <laughs> there's all sorts of, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's a list that you can Wikipedia and then there's, you know, sperm donors, you know, people who are doing anonymous donations, they're not in the news because they don't know how many children they have, but they could have a lot of children. Nobody keeps track of when you go to a sperm clinic and donate sperm anonymously, how many of those actually translate right. into children. So uh, there's no way for them to track it. Of course, I keep track of my children. I have a spreadsheet and I, of course, I'm in touch with them, but I'm sure it's not, I'm not there at the record, but I'm sure it's uh, it's not a, a large group of people who hit triple digits. 
What's your family make of this? Yeah, I got uh, four brothers and two sisters and 27 nieces and nephews. And of course, my parents are in their 70s. And I think all their views vary. A lot of them struggle to see the motivation, but I love them. They love me. We get along. Uh, It's an unconditional kind of love, even if they don't approve of my lifestyle. My four brothers and two sisters are all married, very, very traditional relationships and have children that way. And I think that's what my parents envisioned for me. They're 73 and 78. They're Orthodox Jews, very, very traditional. And I They're not so proud or accepting of my children. I think in many ways they're ashamed of my lifestyle, uh, but it doesn't affect uh, how close we are or uh, us getting along, even if they would prefer I, you know, became uh, entered into a more traditional marriage and had children that way. That being said, my brothers and sisters also vary. Uh, Some of them get together with my niece, uh, with my kids, and uh, they might get together with their cousins. Uh, My kids get together with their cousins quite often. And uh, some of them don't, you know. What, what do you think is the big misconception people have about what you're doing? What do most people get wrong? Well, you know, people question, why don't they just do it the normal way, right? So what's the normal way? Well, the normal way is go to a sperm clinic, right? And then look through a catalog of sperm donors. And then that's how you're supposed to choose your child's father. I mean, one of the most important decisions you're possibly going to make in your whole entire life, who's going to be the father of your child. And you don't even get to have a cup of coffee with the person. Most of the time, you don't even get to see a picture. Maybe you're lucky if you get to see a baby picture. I guess if you really want to see an adult picture, sometimes you have to buy a photo package, but you have almost no information. All you have is basically some form that they filled out. Of course, you know about their sexually transmitted diseases and to make sure that it's safe, but that's about it. I mean, I don't know if they're testing for schizophrenia. They're not testing if they have a temper. Uh, you, you know almost nothing. You're going into the situation completely and utterly blind. And that's the, not, not the biggest issue. The biggest issue is when the child's born, then all of a sudden that child never gets to know who the father is. And they suffer from identity issues. I think even if I'm going to be a miserable father, at least my children will know who their father is. And I think knowing is better than not knowing. Of course, I'm going to work every day to make sure that my children know how much I love them. And of course, I wish I'd be able to be as good of a dad as my father was to me. And I know I'll never be able to live up to that just because I'm stretched so thin. Uh, but, you know, I'll do my best. And I think that's in the, uh, always going to be better than I think what a lot of these women were kind of planning on doing, which was, hey, let's do it the normal way. Let's go to a clinic and let's just purchase sperm. So forget about the thousands of dollars that they'd be saving because the vast majority of the women that I helped, they spent less than a dollar. You know, because if they're local, there's no travel expenses. We buy a little soft cup. It's like a menstrual cup. They sell it for 79 cents at every drugstore. And uh, that's all they're really using to uh, help conceive. So they're able to save that money for their future child. So I think that's the biggest misconception. They think, well, this is so crazy. Actually, this is a lot more normal. It's a much more normal family dynamic than I think the traditional way. And how do we want lesbians to start a family? Obviously, we all agree they should be able to start a family. So what should they do? Uh, do should they really be choosing their sperm donor from a from a, a book, you know, and never getting to meet the father and have the child to suffer these identity issues? And then, of course, you also have these single women. They're amazing moms. Uh, why shouldn't they be able to start a family? No, I totally agree. And I, I, I like the concept of this. But have you found it's difficult with yourself trying to get into a relationship or maintain a relationship with your lifestyle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, women don't want to date a guy with, you know, two kids, <laughs> let alone 84. They don't want to date anyone who has 15 women walking around pregnant with their baby. You know, so, you know, I, I could understand that it gets worse because obviously they take up a lot of my time and uh, energy and resources, but uh, you know, it's also very difficult to be intimate with uh, a partner. If I had a girlfriend, because I'm meeting someone tonight to give the donation. Well, then I have to abstain, you know, for 24 hours so that I'll build up enough sperm to be able to give this uh, lesbian couple that's asking me for help. Well, then I can't really be intimate with my partner. So in the end I've tried dating. It hasn't really worked out. It hasn't really been fair to the partner. I was in a lot of short-term relationships, uh, but you know, I'm not, lacking any love in my life. I have a lot of love and joy. And of course, uh, even uh, with the lesbian mothers or the single moms, uh, we have a lot of love for each other, even if it's not of the romantic nature. So do you want your own family and to settle down and have a, a, a closed family unit, for want of a better word? That is, you know, my own family. I mean, I don't make the parenting decisions uh, for my children, but they very much feel like my children. I certainly feel the love from the children and I have a lot of love for them, even if the parents are making the parenting decisions. 
So I have kids in a couple of different countries. The, the, the more I travel, the more I see how all these families, we're all just the same. Well, it's a fascinating story. Um, 100%. One of the most unique stories we've ever heard of in a long time. Um, I don't know if there's someone listening who might maybe want to either get in touch with you or find a little bit more about your story or who knows, even potentially avail of your services. I don't, I don't know even if, if they can or they will or you're going international regardless. But do you have a website or do you have online accounts that people can check you out and find you on? Yeah, well, I'm not really advertising uh, my services, but you could go Google Sperminator. <laughs> There's a lot of links. Unfortunately, that's not the, the name that most people call me, but somehow the media dubbed me the Sperminator and that's somehow stuck. Uh, but uh, you know, Q Professor is my Instagram and my Snapchat, or I'm on Facebook, and a lot of the women reach out to me on Facebook. Or yeah, I'm going to Europe next month. I have a woman in London who asked me for my help. I'll be going to Germany, and then I'll be going to Georgia, the uh, country, you know, the one uh, near Turkey. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my tentative plans. I didn't purchase a ticket. Usually I wait for their period to start and then we'll try and price out a flight and I'm going to try and knock out all of those three places in just one flight. So I'll just buy a couple of one ways. But maybe I'll have a, a baby in Ireland uh, before I know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, my penis isn't long enough to reach Ireland. So uh, that's why they're going to have to be out of flight. But, uh, you know, the flights, I think, have been affordable. And I'm getting my second vaccine this week. So God. Well, listen, uh, the Sperminator, Ari Nagel, thanks a million for popping on. And tell the 84 kids we said hello and we'll chat you again soon. I look forward to it. Be well. And... Any reaction you have on that? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four trips on a WhatsApp. Here's Julie Leap levitating. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM one oh four. It's Cormac and Sir here on Room 104. Um Yeah, thanks for the text in about our friend who we just spoke to there, if you missed it, it'll be up on the Room 104 podcast. But basically he has, what, 84 children. 84 kids, yeah. So um and he's not finished. Yet he's going to continue on maybe until he's 50, which... Yeah, so he's he's been helping out. He's not doing this through a sperm bank. He was doing it himself. He was People were getting in touch and people were like, oh, we want to have a kid. And he's like, I'll give you a baby. And he's got 84 kids now. 84, yeah. Um, I love this message that came in. OMG. It's, you know what? Must be hanging off. Yeah, I can imagine. So, although in fairness, like a lot of times... He's not doing the deed as such. He's He's doing the deed in his own into a cup. Yeah. And then providing the samples. He must have unbelievable sperm. Yeah, you'd have to have super sperm. Because, I mean, he's saying that, you know, he's going to try and, you know, get three of them pregnant on his all-around trip, which... Like, you have to be a genetic freak. Because, you know, so many people you hear have struggled for years to try and get pregnant. Yeah, like, it's not guaranteed that the first time you're going to Unless you're the sperminator. Come with me if you want to breed. True. (laughs) He must, though. He must have... Super yeah, sperm. Super, anyway. yeah, fair play to him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that'll be up on the podcast sooner uh, after the show tonight if you want to listen back to it. It's a bizarre conversation, one of the weirdest we've had in a long, long time. But uh, thanks for those texts. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Now, of course, we've put this out there before. If you've any kind of, we're going to say dilemmas that you have for us, like yeah. anything that's going on that you want us to maybe dissect, um, we pick out ones that we think people might be interested in hearing about i found this one quite interesting because something similar happened to me years ago but um again guys please don't read out my name we won't so i'm calling her clara um i'm living with my boyfriend two years we rarely fight and neither of us are the jealous type in saying that since christmas when he got his new phone he's become much more protective of it he has uh, the face recognition to open it never leaves a face up and brings it everywhere with him he was also showing me something on google the other day on his phone and i noticed he was on a private server I haven't said anything to him because I don't know if I'm being irrational or not. I guess it's not just the one thing that's made me question. It's two or three things and it's driving me mad. How do I find out what he's doing on his phone without saying it to him and making a big deal about it? Sorry, what? <sighs> yeah. like we, I, I get the intrigue. Like, I'm really open with my phone. Like, I would leave it anywhere I would, like, if you said, um, what was that thing that you were, right, and I was over on the other side of the room, I would just tell you my my password and ask you to look at it yourself. Right. Like, yeah, I yeah. have no qualms about that. I don't care if anyone takes up my phone. I have nothing to hide. There's nothing in it that I'm scared of. I don't go on any private. What are those private ones that you can go on when you're Googling stuff? 
Well, you can use, I, I don't know exactly what, what, what she, she means. You can use like a, a VPN thing to be more private online or like, you can use a, a different search engine. She might mean there's a, a few like private browsers that don't record your history or anything. And then you can... But can't you just delete your history? You can, yeah, but these will, every time you close it down, there's these programs that will just delete it straight away. And once you close it, it doesn't record anything about your location, doesn't track anything, doesn't keep your data, doesn't keep your searches, doesn't keep any history on you at all. See, I wouldn't even know that that's a thing. But in saying that, I have been with guys before where they would be very territorial, let's just say, with their phones. Like they take it into the shower with them. They would... (laughs) You know, if they're making something in the kitchen, they yeah. take it off the couch and bring it with them to the kitchen. You know, I don't like that. There's something odd about that. And I know sometimes your relationship could be perfectly rosy in the garden. Well, what you think it is rosy in the garden. But I just find that strange. And now I've never discovered anything that's come out with, you know, ex-boyfriends or whatever. So, But I, I still wouldn't have been 100% sure if I'd gone through the phone my gut feeling is saying that I probably would have found something I didn't like. So Clara wants to know what? How does she How does she find out what he's doing on his phone without saying it to him and making a big deal about it? Break up with him, Clara. Because he should break up with you. What do you mean he should break up with her? Don't be silly now. Come on. Where's the lad? Can we get you, get his phone there and get him on the line and we'll just tell him to break up with her. So okay, basically I, she, she thinks he's up to something because he's got a few privacy things and he's, protect, he's private no, over his phone. No, but come on, right? There, there is a huge difference between a guy who is bringing their phone everywhere. They now know you can't open their phone when they're not around. They're being secretive. They're obviously deleting history or it's deleted for them. You know, why is he doing that? This relationship is doomed. Doomed. There's no saving this relationship. They, Clary, get out. But okay. Tell him you don't trust him and that uh, you've got your own issues that you need to sort out. Before. And then as soon as you break up, don't go into another relationship. Don't go dating. Get yourself into a therapist and sort out your trust issues before you ever go into a relationship with anyone else. But I honestly That's don't think number one. you should 100% trust anyone. I don't care if you're with them 15 years or 20 years and you think you know them like the back of your hand. You cannot trust a dog. You cannot trust a human. Dogs, the nicest of dogs can turn on you. And, you know, you so hear men are of, dogs. Of men dog- are dogs, no. Is that what you're saying? This is disgusting. This is not just men. This, this just happens to be about a guy. Absolutely. Disgusting. I'm just saying, unpredictable. People are unpredictable. They can change at any moment. They can get, you know distracted at any moment and I just think that sometimes if people think they can get away with it they'll get away with it and now we go live to Saoirse's belief about romance and commitment hello darkness my old friend no on a serious note though I think that he is hiding something no anyway you okay we have to take a break okay do you have your phone with a recognition face recognition or can your girlfriend fiance Go into your phone. We'll talk. Wants. We'll talk about this later. We, we that doesn't matter. We'll talk about this later. Oh, I don't. Th- I don't think you do have that face recognition thing because I've seen you on your phone and you don't have to hold up your face. Uh, uh, listen, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll uh, answer that question in just a second. But your advice for Clara now, and lads, I know exactly what you're saying. I know. I know. I agree with you 100. percent But send us in a WhatsApp, a voice note, whatever. 087-67-97-104. Clara thinks because her boyfriend is protective over his phone that he's up to something. I think you're just overthinking these things, Clara. Anyway, let us know your thoughts on this. 0876797104. If you could tell something, give Clara your opinion, what would you say to her? We'll be back after the break with music as well from Ed Sheeran, Caleb, beautiful people. That's next here on FM 104. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Cormac and here on Room 104 evening. Come on in. What do you make of this message we got in from Clara? Not a real name, but I want some advice about... Um, <laughs> Her failing relationship with her boyfriend. Um, so she said, I'm living with my boyfriend two years now. We rarely fight and neither of us are the jealous type, which is key in this, by the way. In saying that since Christmas, when he got his new phone, he's become much more protective of it. He has that face recognition to open it, never leaves it face up and brings it everywhere with him. He was also showing me something he Googled the other day and I noticed he was on a private server. 
don't know what that means Google thing uh, I haven't said anything to him because I don't know if I'm being irrational or not I guess it's not just one thing that's made me question it's two or three things now and it's driving me mad how do I find out what he's doing on his phone without saying it to him and making a big deal about it I would probably have sleepless nights I really would because it's the fear of potentially being taken for a ride and not realising it the and reason I, you would have sleepless nights is because of the main problem here that Clara has, which is overthinking. Turning nothing, magically turning nothing into something and then taking that something and blowing it way out of proportion and then going, oh my God, it's crazy. Like this, this is ridiculous, Clara. All I can say to you is that if you're that stressed over nothing, you, like you will never be happy in any relationship ever because all you will do is find problems that aren't there and cause situations to to get out of control and to become really, really bad and toxic when they don't need to be. But obviously this is a new thing and I think that's what we need to realise here. This is two years in, they're not the jealous type so they obviously don't fight much. She's lying. She's clearly the jealous type. She's the really, really jealous type. But why does he need to have facial recognition he on his phone to. Everyone has facial recognition no, on don't. their phone. You that's don't. like a security measure that I can't get facial recognition on my phone. But you would if you could. No, I wouldn't because I don't want a big company scanning my face 24-7 because I'm all like, no, I'm not really into that. Um, yeah, but know, is it that or is it the fact that you're worried that during the night she's going to go onto your phone? No. Like I, I've, I've no, I've no issue with that whatsoever. I have, as he said, that the, the, the privacy thing. I have a browser on my phone called DuckDuckGo, which is a, which is a search engine based off privacy. Uh, so none of my search history is kept. There's no history. It's not like Google. Google records absolutely everything about you, everything about you. You can see how much information they have. They know where you are, where you go, what you search. Uh, and I prefer this because it's a privacy based app that doesn't mine all your data and details because I think big tech has too much data on people and that's a very, very bad thing. So I would rather use this private uh, search engine called DuckDuckGo that doesn't track you as much. Okay, now, would you be okay with your fiancé looking through your phone? But she, like, she doesn't need to. And here's the other thing, right? There's a few of my social media accounts are logged in on her phone. So I've logged in on her iPad and I've logged in on her phone before when my phone has died and I've needed it or whatever. So anytime I get a anything on Instagram or uh, Twitter, she gets a notification on her phone and her iPad. Yeah, exactly. And that's it a good thing. all the time. But like, again, th- there's no issue. But she never had a problem and never would be snooping through my phone and would never need to, to log into it. And that's why we can trust each other because there's no like presumption of guilt or presumption that you're doing something you know what I mean and I don't mind like yeah like I had to do it yesterday I forgot my phone uh, in work yesterday and I tried to sign it to my Google and it was like oh you need the passcode on your phone which we've sent you so I had to ring her up and give her my code and go yeah here you go so it's the same code on my bank card as it is on my phone and she knows it and that's fine but if I was going out with her after two years and she was like snooping around my phone that would have destroyed the relationship if you need to snoop in your phone because you're paranoid and you're just suspicious and you're snooping in the phone it's ruined it never would have worked out but like you cannot start a relationship wanting to jump into their phone because if you're presuming that he's doing something you're seeing something that's not there if you're saying you're not the jealous type like there's obviously far more going on here than Clara's letting on because you shouldn't want to or need to like that's you want it's your private phone they're only going out two years like it's your private phone you don't need to be in there and check through messages and check through search history and check all that stuff because that just sets the horrifically wrong foundation for a relationship and it's not going to work at all well I don't agree with that at all actually I think that you should be kind of open with your partner if there is something that's niggling at them you should be giving them your phone to look through like if she has this anxiety maybe it is made up in her head but to put her mind at ease if you're not hiding anything you should give over your phone and just let her have a look like don't be so protective over it but but she'll she'll, she'll see you know something gonna- but she'll see something and take it out of context right I'm in a lads whatsapp group right with the lads and there is a huge amount of stuff in there yeah of course there is and that's fine but like but I she would- wouldn't think it's fine if she is this way she would see this thing and go why are you sharing what's this video about what's that video okay, about why is this you're that you're probably not hiding your phone if it's a lads whatsapp group if that's the worst in your phone do you know what I mean you're obviously looking at stuff that you shouldn't be looking at you're obviously possibly talking to people you shouldn't be talking to 
you know no no I'll tell you why because in my lads whatsapp group there's there's videos that were done for Leo Varadkar with a naked man uh, and a cameo appearance and it's just like what in the name of Christ is this yeah but that's just lads banter and that's fine that's grand. But we're she, talking, would, she wouldn't see it's fine though because she would see everything and just be like, no, I'm not. I'm no, not she's happy obviously concerned about someone else. Maybe it's someone he works with. We do, like, she hasn't got into detail. Now, we did let her know that we are going to bring this topic up. So, Clara, in inverted commas, that is your name tonight. Uh, do let us know if there's anything else that, you know, has got you this kind of. There has to be there has to be something else because I can't believe that um a new update on a phone is freaking her out. Like that's a security thing. Opening the phone with your face. I don't personally like I don't have it on my phone, but there you go. Like I have my fingerprint to open my phone and to pay for things. Is that another issue? Because what what you got his fingerprint for? Because then like I can open my phone with my fingerprint, no one else can then. So is that me being secretive to my fiance and saying, Oh, I don't want her getting in because I'm using my fingerprint? No, but the fact that you left your phone at home yeah. last night and you got her to, to log in to do something or whatever, yeah. to type in your password, that shows that you've nothing to hide. Right, okay, but so, if she was paranoid, she would have had a little snoop and she would have spent the next evening. Actually, maybe yeah, but she you did. Wouldn't have, you, wouldn't have <laughs> al- you wouldn't have allowed her to open your phone then if you weren't around. We wouldn't be going out. If she was, if that, if I was with a person who was that paranoid, who would have been like one snooping through my phone, needing to snoop through my phone, or presuming that I'm doing something inappropriate or disrespectful or immoral through my phone. I know, but at the same time, right? There are cases, and like you, we all know people that have been told they're crazy, or oh, you I know, know that, I know that the usual crazy girlfriend thing, crazy and girlfriend, like, yeah. and even though they're cheating behind their back, they're just yeah. horrible, horrible gaslighting human beings yeah. that do this and 100%. that happens all the time so that there could be a case of that going on like how else are you meant to have your affair or cheat you, you start off texting someone yeah on yeah. your private phone that usually I don't know so is that how people. it starts is that how it starts cheating I'm, I'm imagining so yeah so I'm just saying if you're being private with your phone there's something going on is there though or you have that kind of planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.